Hi, and welcome back to our broadcast. I'm Brian Likens. On today's broadcast, I want to talk about where do we go from here? You know, a lot of, uh, in many cases, when, when there's a change, when there's a shift, whenever there's, especially in, in our nation and in, in elections and in, in, uh, maybe family or, or whatever in life, there's always going to be a change. And many times we don't like the change. Many times we love the change. But either way, this is where we as believers have to stand on God's word, whether it, we agree, whether we disagree, whether we believe that it was right or wrong, whatever happens, we have to do what is in our heart, what God has called us to do. But whatever goes on, the bottom line is that we trust in the Lord God. We always go back to what God's Word says. And I'm, I am recording this broadcast not, uh, not knowing any outcome of anything. But the fact is that whatever happens, there's always going to be difference in opinion. There's always going to be, no matter what you do, whether it's in your family, if you make choices or decisions in your family, whether it's in your church, whether it's in your business, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in our nation, the political uh, aspect of our nation, the, the the authorities, whether it's who's in office, who's out of office, who who should be in office, who shouldn't be, what is being taught, what's not being taught. All of these things, yes, these things have effect on our lives, but it we always go back to God's Word. So whatever situation that we find ourselves in, and this is what one thing that I believe the Lord has uh, put on the inside of me, is to always point people back to the Father. Always point them to the source. I cannot point you to myself because if I do, then you're going to, you're, it, it's, there's going to be failure. If I just point you to myself, there is going to be failure either on your part or on my part. But if I point you to the Father, the one true God, the one true source, there is the truth, the, the power, the righteousness, the victory, everything is all wrapped up in Him. And we find this by taking the, the truth of God's Word, the power of God's Word, and when we're in a valley of decision or we're in a, a place of whether our emotions are we're struggling in our emotions, whether we're dealing with health issues, financial issues, you know, all of these things in our life affect us in some way. But God's Word supersedes whatever situation, whatever circumstance that we're in. If we truly believe that we are the children of the Most High God, that God is our Father, He owns everything. God created and everything belongs to Him. It's on loan right now. It's on, it's temporarily in the hands of men, but God has got, and God has given the world in, into men, but for all eternity, it all ultimately, everything, belongs to our Heavenly Father, and we will give an account to Him. We don't live to ourself. We don't live uh, not, not, uh, we don't live without accountability. We don't live without guidance or we don't live without there, there being an authority. God is going to reckon everything. God will bring back into order. He has left it in the hands of men. 
to give decisions. He's given authority in the earth to men, but God is reigning it all in. God has an appointed time. He has a plan and God is going to bring it all back into the, that uh, realm of authority and, and that realm of, of, of eternal kingdom living. He is going to bring it all back into that place. And those that choose and decide to follow him, they will be with him. And, and God has given everyone a choice. If they, if man chooses not to follow God, man chooses to turn away from him, to reject the salvation through Jesus Christ, to reject the price, the, the plan of salvation and the price that was paid. It is man's right to do that. But God has given eternity to those that will choose to believe and follow after him. Those that choose to accept what he did to accept his way, his plan, and his purpose. So we always go back to looking at God's word. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to start out in Proverbs and then we're going to jump from Proverbs to Hebrews and then in verse John. Uh, let me go ahead and open up with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just cover Lord, everyone listening to this, everyone that, that hears this, listens to this, watches this, Lord God, that encouragement will come, that faith will come, that, Lord, we thank you that as we declare and as we speak and as we promote your kingdom and as we promote your word over us, that we declare your word over our situation, that, God, things will change. And Father, we thank you for whatever's going on in people's lives. It's more, there, there's so many things. Sometimes people, Lord, I know are dealing with things that they think I can't even think about all the things that are going on in the nations because I'm dealing with so much stuff myself. But God, you care about the, the most intricate, minute things that, uh, that are in comparison to this world that what seems to be minute to everything else, but is huge in someone's life. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that you care about where we are and where we're going. And Lord, we're looking to you. And Father, we thank you for revealing it in your word in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. So let me start out in Proverbs. In Proverbs chapter uh, 4, uh, it says this, Proverbs 4, 7, and most people know this, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Wisdom and understanding, if, if you've got a, most things that, that we deal with in life is an understanding or a knowledge problem. All it takes is, is some knowledge to get out of a situation. If we have the right knowledge and the courage and the guts to follow that knowledge and to follow through with it and to, and to, uh, you know, wake up a little bit earlier or stay up a little bit later and do what is right, knowledge and wisdom and acting on it will change our situation, our circumstances. But we need the right knowledge. We need the wisdom that comes from God. There are all kinds of wisdom. Everyone will say, well, this is the right way to go. This is the right way to do. This is what is right. This is where we should go. This is what we should do. But you know, there is a right way and God is and has the answer for everything that we deal with in life. Let me go on and um, and and jump down here, and then we're going to go into Hebrews cha uh, chapter 12. In uh, verse 4, uh, in verse 20, it says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. 
Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a a froward mouth and perverse lips put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to right hand, to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Stay on the course. Stay on the path. It's easy to get distracted. It's easy to look at circumstances. It's easy to look at a situation and forget that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. To forget that faith is what causes us to overcome faith in God, faith in His Word, and trusting in Him and being obedient to what He says will cause us to overcome in any situation. This is where we have to remain faithful and steadfast. When life pushes us and begins to press against us and begins to try to get us to back away from the one true thing that we know, and that's faith in God, will change any situation. Trusting in Him, when we stop and begin to try to work out and do it in our own strength, in our own wisdom, and and do it apart from God, that is where we fail. When we try to handle it ourselves without acknowledging Him, without inquiring of the Lord, without seeking His face and asking of Him for wisdom, when we just stop and say, you know what, I got this, I'm going to do it, I'll work it out, whatever, you know, I'm a man, I'm going to take care of this, I got this. You know, I'm not a crybaby. I'm a man and I'll take care of my business. I don't need anybody to tell me what to do. I don't need anybody to, to bail me out. I'm, I'll do whatever it takes, come hell or high water, whatever happens, you know, all these, you know, men want to be tough. They want to be, you know, and there is, there, there, it's good because there's a need to be tough. But we still, even as men, have to rely on the one that has given us eternal life, the one that has given us life itself. There is someone that is greater and higher than us. Now, a lot of times we think we're it, we're the stuff, we don't need nobody else. But everybody always, at some point, will always need the Lord. You couldn't get, you couldn't have eternal life. You couldn't get salvation without him. You couldn't get that on your own. You could say you're tough in every other area, but I want to tell you something. If you want to be holy and righteous before God, you will not do it on your own by yourself. You won't do it without the righteousness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. You won't do it without the price that he paid. You can be tough in every other area. You can be tough as nails. You can be, you can go through life pushing your way and pressing through and, and not letting anybody step on you, not letting, and I'm, I'm taking a little rabbit trail here, but you can, you can be tough and go through life and, and live your life and not let anybody, uh, tell you what to do, not let anybody do anything, uh, against you. If they do, you're going to retaliate. You're going to get them back or you're going to show them that you are not a coward and you are not weak. But I want to tell you, you cannot, you cannot have eternal life without humbling yourself and receiving and, and accepting the fact that you could not do it on your own without him. And he has made a way for you to have eternal life 
through the price that was paid through Jesus Christ. And, and, and that's a little side note. That's not where I was headed with this, but I do believe that, that that is, that is something that men that we need to hear. We need to hear, yeah, be tough, but don't be so tough that you don't go to God. Don't be so tough that you don't cry out to God. Don't be so tough that you don't ask God for wisdom. Don't be so tough that you are so full of pride and not willing to ask or humble yourself to even get down on your knees and say, Father, I am not able to do this my own. I'm in situations that if I don't, if you don't help me, it's going to hurt everyone around me. I'm in a situation that I can't get out of myself, even though everybody else thinks that I'm taking care of it. I'm handling it. I'm doing it. And I'm, I'm, and they're expecting me to, to make this situation right. But God, I cannot do it without you. So I'm humbling myself. I'm coming before you and I'm saying, Father, I will be a soldier. I'll be a warrior. I'll be a man and I'll fight whatever I need to do, but I cannot do it without your help and without your strength. And when you humble yourself before God and you rely on him, God will show himself mighty and strong. He will give you the wisdom. He will give you the answer. He will open a door that you could not open. You could try to do it in your, in your flesh. You could try to do it in the natural. You could try to kick the doors open, but they're too big and they're too powerful or they're, they're, they're locked too tight. But God is able to open up the, the door to get you out of the situation or to help you through whatever you're facing. And look at Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, this is where we go to God with whatever. In Hebrews chapter 12, it says, let me uh, read this in the King James first. In uh, 12, I'll just start with one. It says, Wherefore, seeing that we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and it is set down and and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Right here in verse uh, 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, this is where that we go back to, we look at, we hold on to, and we remember to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. What does that mean? The author and the finisher? That it was through him that we even have faith. Faith is given. We have been all been given the measure of faith, but it all came from him. It ain't something that we grew or we we uh, brought out of ourselves. No, it started with him and it will finish with him. He produced it and he will complete it. He started the work and he will finish the work. For those that remain and endure to the end, those that endure to the end shall receive the crown of life. Not quitting, not giving up, not turning turning away and saying it's too tough. I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. I give up. I quit. I'm not going to. It's not worth it. It's not worth serving God. All the things that I've done, all the things that I've tried and look at where it's got me. That is a lie from the devil. Don't quit. Do not quit on your relationship with God. He is the source and the way and the the author and the finisher of our faith. And then it says, uh, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump from there." Uh, the 
the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. He set down, he is set at the right hand on the throne of God. He is, he is at the right hand of God. And the Bible says that he is a great high priest, always forever making intercession for you and me, for us. Now let's look in uh, John, First uh, John chapter 5, verse 4. Um, uh, yeah, for, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believes, believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Let me read this to you in a different translation. In the New Living Translation, it says, For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those that believe that Jesus is the Son of God. The Passion Translation says it this way, You see every child of God overcomes the world? For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So who are the world conquerors? I'm a world conqueror. Defeating its power. Those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. The Message Translation says every God-begotten person conquers the world's ways. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. The person who wins out over the world's ways is simply the one who believes Jesus is the Son of God. Now, the Amplified Version breaks it down a little bit. It's a little wordy, but it brings it uh, breaks it down into a little more power here. For whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Who is it that that is victorious over, that conquers the world. But he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God, who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on that fact. It's more than just knowing who he is. It's just more than just saying, I believe that he is the Son of God. But it is adhering to, relying on, trusting in, trusting in him. When you put your faith in God, then that means you're going to walk out and you're going to be obedient to what His Word says. You're going to obey when the Holy Spirit speaks to you. And if you disobey or if you fail at it or if you mess up, you just repent and you keep going. But you don't quit. You don't back up. You don't turn away. But you acknowledge that where where we failed, you just acknowledge, God, you told me to do that and I didn't do it. You had a plan and I didn't believe it. I didn't trust it. I didn't believe it was it, it was you speaking to me. I just thought it was just me thinking this. But Lord, now I know that it was you. And I humbly apologize. And I thank you that you love me so much that you're not going to quit on me. And you got mo- a, a chance after chance after chance after chance that you forgive me over and over. Your word says that your mercies are, are fresh and new every morning. Your forgiveness is like the the uh, the sea of forgetfulness that you you cast my sins into the the forgetfulness sea or the sea of forgetfulness never to be remembered again. That you don't hold them over me. You're not like a a, a natural man that remembers every time I failed or remembers every wrong thing I did or that remembers every every time that I messed up or when I when I when I was so arrogant or prideful and and the, and you don't hold it over me and remind me of it over and over but you just keep loving me God is 
our source of life and health and peace and everything that we have need of. And going to him with a humble heart will bring deliverance because when you go to God with a humble heart, you will hear and see the answer. When you go to God with a humble heart, he'll lead you as you're reading the word and as you're reading the Bible and you're like, I don't even know where to go in here. There's so much. Just keep reading. I don't know how to pray. Just keep talking to the Lord. I don't know how to have a relationship with God. Just keep pressing in and God will lead you and guide you and show you and he'll bring somebody across your path or or uh, great Bible teachers on there. Not, not, not just pointing to me. Great Bible teachers or people that you'll you'll be flipping through. Maybe you listen to this broadcast and then you jump over and hear somebody else and then it all of a sudden it makes sense. You just keep listening. You keep hearing. You keep reading. You keep seeking. You keep searching. You knock and the door will be open. You seek and you will find. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open is what Jesus said. Now you take this, this, the spiritual understanding of that. Ask of who? Ask of him. Seek of who? Don't you don't seek the world's no, you seek of him. Ask of him. Seek, knock, and the door shall be opened. He's not, he's not trying to keep things from you. He's trying to keep it for you. Anything that has been hidden from your life that if God has not revealed it to you, it's not been to keep to to uh, keep something uh, a blessing from you but it's only to keep it protected until you're able to receive it and handle it and guard it. Because, you know, the enemy is there ready to steal. You read in Mark chapter 4, we won't go into this, but Mark chapter 4, read this. Get your Bible out and read Mark chapter 4. Jesus explains the, the, the way the kingdom operates and how the enemy comes immediately to steal when the word of God is sown in your heart on the inside of you. The enemy comes immediately to steal it. Why? Because if he can take it before it gets rooted and grounded in you, he knows once it gets, he can't pull, you can't just grab an oak tree and just rip it up out of the ground, but you can take a little seedling or a sapling and you can pull it up with ease. But once it gets rooted and stabilized, that tree will, it's like that, it's like it's that tree saying, I'm not letting go and you're not going to move me. You can bring a tornado through. And if the roots are deep, the, it, that, that tree will bend and bow over, but it will not come up out of the ground. But if it's got weak, shallow roots, it'll fall straight over. But when your roots go deep into God and you're, you're rooted and you, you've hold on, held on and you've not given up and you've not quit and you keep searching and you keep seeking, you keep getting God's word on the inside of you. You keep developing your relationship with the Father. Your roots grow deep. And then when the storms of life come, baby, you are secure and set. No matter what, how it hits you, no matter how strong the wind is, no matter how strong the storm is, you will not be shaken. So taking the Word of God, looking at the Word of God, listening, hearing, listening to... There's so many avenues that you can listen to Bible teaching or listen to ministers and seek out what God's Word says and do and live and be obedient and watch God move on your behalf. Amen. Let me go ahead and end this in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for establishing 
us in your word. And Lord God, as we come to you and we humble ourselves before you, God, you are the way maker. You're the door opener. You're the road uh, paver, Lord God. You're the path maker and you make the crooked places straight. And Father, we thank you in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.